World Economic Forum over in Davos, the World Health Organization, uh, with the treaty that they're they're working on. Um, a lot of people don't realize, but those things are still happening. The fight continues behind the scenes for a a centralized control of government and pandemic response in a lot of ways for the next one, whatever that might be, whether it's monkeypox or something uh, worse down the line. At the end of the day, I've never seen a problem that government created be fixed by uh, government. It, it just, it, it, it always fails. Well, uh, Ronald Reagan said it best, right? The most two are the most terrifying words in the English language is I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what we face daily. Uh, speaking of which, there is some controversy. So let's talk about this. Now there are there are five candidates for governor that are uh, presumed that will be in the running. There have been five that a board of uh, elections has said, you know, they didn't meet the criteria. Now they didn't have enough signatures. And the reason is kind of shady. It looks like particular group hired by at least two, maybe more of these individuals, uh, was falsifying signatures. That sounds like fraud to me. And I know these are people that you're competing against, and ultimately you you probably, uh, you know, you, you probably do well that they're not in the race. It helps you out even further. But, uh, Garrett, what do you say? Because we have, again, a situation we've been told that our elections are uh, you know, they're they're secure, they're safe, there's no issues with integrity, but here we are, we're facing it on a petition situation. And that's what we said time and time again is, look, if you can't get 15,000 people to, to get yourself on the ballot, if you can't get those signatures, then you shouldn't be running. And a lot of these candidates use paid circulators, and now we're finding out that the companies that they hired um, did it fraudulently. Now, whether that was intent or not, we don't know. But bottom line, that's why I think there's only a couple candidates that are still running right now that are pure grassroots. And with that comes quality control. I mean, when we were collecting our signatures, we were analyzing every single one. And that's why as a movement, we hammered down and got ours done in that six month period. And we were the first candidate to hand ours in back in January, while everyone else was scrambling over the next three months to get theirs done. And in that time, while they were scrambling, we were activating and organizing Michigan's greatest asset, and as we the people, to get our movement trained. And now we're door knocking. We have made over 100,000 phone calls, Republican voters. So we're in this to win it. And now with the Perry Johnsons and the Craigs of the world out of this race, it looks like, it looks like we're in first place and we're the front runner. So let me ask you, Garrett, um, this, is, this, this is kind of a, a, a go time scenario for uh, for folks that are in this race, um, and, and you're you're watching some of these things play out, um, it it's no surprise that uh, the folks on the left, or maybe even inside the Republican Party, might have different ideas about how things should work work out and play out. Uh, we're seeing some of those things. Uh, how do you how do you make sure maintain your buttoned up and and continue this process so that people don't feel disenfranchised, that people continue to be able to have a voice. Yeah, because this is our time right now. And so, yes, we have to be very careful on who's endorsing who. Are you getting endorsed by the old guard, the old establishment? Are you getting bought and paid for? And that's why I've been very vocal about, even from the beginning, that fundraising is going to win this thing. And I said that ever since we announced on April 28th of 2021, that if we don't fundraise, we're dead in the water. And we've raised over $2 million. 96% of that money comes from within the state of Michigan. 96% of that $2 million is under the amount of $200. 
Um, so or the $2 million is under the amount of $200, I should say. And so we have the war chest that we're accumulating. The war chest continues to build. And if you're not fundraising, you're dead in the water. And I hear a lot of these other candidates and campaigns say, hey, you don't need fundraising to win this. Well, who in the heck knew who Perry Johnson was a month and a half ago until he bought three and a half million dollars worth of commercials? Nobody did. And in that one month when he bought those commercials, he went from nothing in the polls all the way up to 15 to 16 percent in some of the polls right where we're polling at uh, a couple months ago. So fundraising is needed. And you have to understand we're all in this together to beat who? And that's Governor Whitmer. And she has accumulated a war chest right now of 14 million dollars as we are as we know about cash on hand. But we also just learned that a Democratic PAC just bought 17 million dollars worth of commercials after our primary through the through the general. And another Democratic PAC just said that they were going to put 23 million dollars into this race. So already they're at 50 million dollars, Justin. And that's one thing that we have learned over the past two years is if you tell a lie long enough, people start to believe that it's true and they have a 50 million dollar lie and it's growing. Garrett Solano with us right now. He is one of the five now, it looks like, Michigan gubernatorial candidates. Of course, they'll have to figure all this out on Thursday. I believe it's tomorrow that the, the Board of Canvassers will make their final decision on this. But uh, some more uh, controversy has uh, popped up. There's a Detroit Chamber Mackinac policy conference that's coming up. We had Brian Kelly, one of the candidates on uh, earlier this week, who described why he was calling on other candidates to boycott this particular conference because of their vax or test policy that they have for the full content the full conference however they don't have the same policy for the debate that will be taking place outside which is kind of funny again that's kind of like remember when you could eat inside if the inside was outside that's like whitmer uh <laughs> thinking there but that's how they're doing it so you won't have to uh vax or test and neither were those people that are coming to the debate outside but uh, he's he's actually he's calling on people to boycott this, and we had him on. I had him give us his uh, his ideology and his, and his viewpoint on this. But I've heard you speak about it too, and I and I know people wanted to hear from you as well on this. So, Garrett, where do you stand on this, and and uh, what do you want people to know? Well, absolutely, I support anybody's decision to boycott and stand up for their beliefs and values. I mean, that's why we're all standing up from the very beginning. And when Ryan announced that that he was boycotting the conference because of the mask or the uh, negative PCR test and the vaccine passport. I was in shock because I didn't read that same thing. He went to the Detroit Chamber Commerce um, website and it says that, but he didn't read what was emailed to all of us. And it stated, just like you said, unlike the other events at the conference, proof of vaccination or negative COVID tests will not be required because the event is expected to take, take place outdoors. And so when people start posting on his um, platforms that no, Ryan, that's not true. Then he announced that he was back in the conference. And then I think at that time he already ignited his echo chamber and then he pulled back out. And so he kind of flip-flopped on his decision in the beginning, but he is boycotted and I respect that decision um, on doing that. But you have to remember and understand that we just gave the progressive left and the Democrats and Whitmer a tactical advantage. Because I'm going to share with you what they're doing right now, because they're thinking like, hey, if we want to keep the Republicans home, then all we have to do is have mass mandates, vaccine passports or a negative PCR test and they won't show up. And so we have to be very careful what we're putting out there, because we all know and can believe that if Governor Whitmer uses that same excuse not to debate, she wins. We have to debate Governor Whitmer to hold her accountable for everything that she has done. We can't beat her on just policy alone, because look what she's doing right now. She's buying votes. 
She's giving everybody $500. She's trying to cut the federal tax with gas, trying to put money back. She's trying to undo everything that she has done. And I really feel that was a tactical mistake because with this debate, folks, it's going to get you on TV and get you in front of possibly hundreds of thousands of people to get your message out. And if we don't get on TV, we lose. And we have to understand that we're all in our own small echo chambers. This is not reality, your Facebook or your TikTok platforms. It's getting on the big screen. And so we have to be very careful because I hear the noise and I hear everybody beating the drum, like how we need to boycott everything. Everything that has mass mandates, um, vaccine passports, and um, the negative COVID tests. Well, what do you think they're going to do at election time? And we have been helping grassroots organizations like Stand Up Michigan, Pat Colbeck, the Michigan GOP to recruit licensed election inspectors to secure our 2022 election. That's how important this is. And so I just got something sent to me this morning for this training. Now, this is getting sent out to attend, to work on election day. Attendance is mandatory at these trainings. And this one is from the TCF Center, which we all know what happened there. And so they're requiring everybody that's a licensed election inspector to attend this training from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. on June 15th. And guess what's required? Face masks required to enter in the TCF Center. So are, are we going to boycott that, Justin? And it's hot garbage. Everyone knows my stance on medical freedom. But folks, if ordinary people don't do extraordinary things, and if we don't get these licensed election inspectors into where we know that this corruption takes place, they win. And so it's almost like these people who continue to beat this drum are doing the definition of insanity is just making noise. And we're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So what do we do, Justin? Do we not go and get trained to become a licensed election inspector and give the election to the Democrats again? I would like to hear people's solution on that because we need to win this thing because it's my job as the leader of this state and the leader of this movement to take those arrows and take that mud but to do what's right, because more is at stake than our own egos right now. We're fighting for our children, our grandchildren, and our future generations to make sure that this never happens again. And that's why, as Michigan's next governor, mass mandates will be illegal. And if your employer wants to have a policy with a mass mandate, then you're going to have a leader to stand up for you with your religious, your medical waiver. And what I'm going to tack on as Michigan's next governor is a philosophical waiver, because as an American... You have no right to ask me my religion. As an American, you have no right to ask me my medical history. You have a choice because we live in this country. That's what I'm bringing to the table. Garrett Soldano, GarrettForFreedom.com. Uh, unfortunately, we're just jam-packed with uh, with so much going on today, but I appreciate you taking the time to come on and, and chat with us. Uh, Garrett for Michigan. Yep, Garrett, Garrett for Michigan. Garrett's for Freedom, too, but that's not our website. It's GarrettForMichigan.com. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, go, go go snag that one up while you can. You it's know? already too late. Somebody on the left just took. Oh it to no, me. you're kidding me! Hey, hey, thank you so much. I appreciate you being here with us today, Garrett. And appreciate a couple.